please note that this episode was originally recorded as a webinar in 2020. To view the original webinar, simply visit the BD Consultancy's YouTube channel. Hello and welcome to BD TV episode four. Um, there's hundreds of people around the world who have joined us today to to hear from Howard Kennedy and from Barbara and Daryl, who I'll introduce in a moment. Uh, these, as I've been thinking about this over recent weeks, these are, these are the people, you are, are one of them, uh, the senior leaders of, of BD and marketing and professional firms who are going to be responsible for, for driving the economy as we come out of this, this lockdown. So I hope you find these sessions really useful. We've, we've designed them so that you hear directly from your peers um, who, are, who are running the BD and marketing and other professional firms. And we've designed it to be quick and, and to shoot from the hip. Uh, so, uh, how, how I'll run today, as, as previous weeks, we'll have a, a short discussion, approximately 10 minutes, uh, and then a question and answer session. Some of you have submitted questions in advance. There's also the ability uh, to do so at, at the foot of your screen where, where it says Q&A. Um, we'll also be hosting a poll during the session, and I'll ask Daryl and Barbara to reflect on the results of that poll at, 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 as, as we go. Um, so, one one final thing as well, just just for privacy. This is all being recorded and, and will be available on on YouTube um, from tomorrow. So, today we welcome Daryl Atkinson and Barbara Ashley from Howard Kennedy. Uh, it's a firm of 150 lawyers and one of the one of the few in the UK to have a really significant offering in both private wealth and and commercial. Daryl is director of media marketing there, and, and Barbara is the head of business development. Both have outstanding professional experience. I've, I've, I've met them both uh, over the last 10 to 12 years, not a number of times. Um, and you'll see today that they really bring to life this straightforward approach that, that Howard Kennedy is, is so proud of. So wel welcome both. Thank you, very, thank you very much for dialing in. Um, Daryl, if, if I may start by asking you a question, please. Um, wh when I think of Howard Kennedy in, in, in recent years, one of the first things I picture is a, is a stunning location overlooking the Thames and Tower Bridge. And how important is it for you to have that office, to work together in it, and also to host clients in it? The, the, yeah, well, thank you. We like the office too, and we enjoy working there, and, and we enjoy bringing clients and, and contacts there too. Um, we, we it, having a nice place to work is really important. We think for for uh, encouraging people, part of our our um, employer brand in a way, in that people like to be there, uh, and I think clients enjoy coming there too. Um, it. it Clearly, you know, things things are have changed now, and we're not going to be there for some time. Uh, so that's been a real challenge for us in thinking about well, how do we how do we carry on with with uh, the, the, providing the sort of client experience that they've enjoyed in in, in coming to the office. Um, the tricky. Yes, yes, yeah, it is. It, it, it is. I'm sure. Um, the. One of the things, one of the things I, I was surprised when I first started working with you was was through a through a global network of law firms. I I, I realised that a quarter, if not more, of your work comes from from overseas and in the international referrals. Yeah. Um, do, you, do you think this is going to rise or or fall post COVID? 
I, I think it will affect us in different ways. Clearly, uh, our work is dependent on, on the economic activity of, uh, of our clients and those will be uh, you know, affected differently. Uh, there's clearly, we have a, a significant real estate offering uh, and that's going to be, that's going to be difficult uh, again because of um, um, the, the, the downturn in the real estate market that I think everyone is suffering. Um, so that activity is maybe likely to reduce and we used to enjoy a lot of uh, international um, uh, investment in, into the UK and often it would include a, a real estate component. Um, where we see there's real opportunity is around uh, litigation work, uh, international arbitration work that is likely unfortunately to, to um, we think increase. So, so again, having that network that we do um, of law firms around the world um, that we enjoy really good relationships with, we, we, I think we can expect that to, bit to, yes. to, to increase. Yeah. Good, good. And if, if I may ask you, Barbara, as well, what, what, one of the things we've, we've heard from other firms as we go through this, and as I, as I talk to clients over the last two months, is that they've been embracing virtual seminars and, and, and there's some big, big upsides to that. So something similar to what we've done today, but also, also smaller group discussions and round tables. Is, is that something you're doing at Howard Kennedy? And if so, what, what are the pros and cons that you do that? Yeah, I think like most firms, we've been embracing the virtual events. Um, I think um, one of the challenges for us is that the, the nature of the organisation process is different. So although you can organise them in theory much, much quicker, the best practice in terms of you know timelines and so on is much shorter. It's actually much more um, intense as an experience for the presenters and the teams organising them. So we have to factor that in. And we're learning. I think everybody is learning as they go and there's so many factors out there are more factors outside your control because instead of being in a in a space you have control over like your own offices or a third party venue you're effectively split into the number of venues that you have speakers yeah. and you wouldn't ordinarily have a baby or a cat or something in the background of a panel speaker and those are all things that you can see and then there's things like you know noise quality with you know connectivity yeah. issues and things like that one of the big pluses for us is the opportunity it's created to expand our audience beyond where we might physically have been able to to accommodate and I think that's something that um, a lot of people have benefited from um, and we're no different. And, and by that Barbara do you, mean, do you mean you can rather than having just 80 people in a room you can have unlimited numbers or do you mean proximity is not so important anymore? Well, I think they're all true um, so when I think at most of us when we are organizing events that we have to um, focus on the, the core audience that we're trying to engage with and so you might make decisions on your list for example that although they might be a relevant audience for you like a peer, your peer group or future employees so students for example law students uh, you know are constantly being you know whittled off mailing lists by digital managers across legal services because they're not seen as a you know pretend, not immediately anyway a relevant audience for events and so what would dilute the experience of a GC sitting next to a law student in real life actually isn't relevant in a webinar context so you can open your doors far wider yeah. um, and also if the content of the event is more sensitive where people might not feel comfortable listening to the content in the space so it could be sort of employment or really contentious issues um, then then that benefits from having the ability to do it virtually yes of course I, I suppose some of your some of the family work you do as well in the private private wealth work that would also benefit from that from that privacy 
yeah absolutely yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, it's, been, it's been interesting. Just the, the uh, I think the opportunity that that this change in in the way that we're um, delivering our events, delivering them virtually, in in that we've suddenly got this uh, this whole audience who's now listening to our content that we don't know. Yeah. Uh, so we're capturing these people. These are new relationships to us, albeit a a bit of a tenuous relationship in that we we met them across a a, a webinar. But that's, you know, we've now got to think about, well, what, did, what do we do with all this, this new inbound top of funnel uh, information? Uh, how, how do we capture that? How do we assign them to someone to follow up? How do we then uh, move them down the funnel? Yeah. Uh, so, so this is a, this is a, whole, really a whole new BD opportunity for us, which I think this, this situation has, has uh, highlighted. Yes, yes. And, and I, I hear some firms, as you'd expect, are... are refocusing or retraining people towards um, towards that sort of digital management of, of, of data and viewers and subscribers and maybe a, away from more of the traditional event space where, where, where possible. Well, one of the other other challenges people in, in your position have, and this was, this was something I picked up from a, a Grist uh, survey last week, where they, they, they did a, a quick snapshot of 75 senior BDM marketing people across the UK in the profession. So not just law, also management consultancy, accountancy, property. Um, and, and three of the biggest challenges that, that came out of that, I'm, I'm going to share with you and then ask what, what sort of impact that's having from for Howard Kennedy, if, if you're happy to share. Um, the, the biggest thing, 59% um, reported their biggest challenge was a, which it was a budget freeze. And, and all of those, it was a really... Um, budget freeze and budget cut. Sorry, well, within that was fifty nine percent. Fifty three percent talked about the difficulty of of home working, um, and just under half talked about the difficulty of of, of managing the team while some staff are, are furloughed. May, may I may I begin with with you, Barbara? Is that how are you? You know, it, it's it's no secret that that all firms are feeling the pinch at the moment. How are you practically cope, coping with the challenges from that? Well, um, uh, and apologies, by the way, if there's any background noise, I live on a hill. And so when people are trying to turn the corner, sometimes you get a bit of background noise on the old exhaust if people are struggling. <laughs> um, so um, we've gone through um, an exercise of looking at work allocation. So focusing the team on um, where they are best placed to deliver what the, the, is the activity that's going to drive most value because the emphasis has shifted. Um, there's less of the, because people are inherently at home, um, there, there's not going to be the opportunity for the everyday kind of business development with you know collateral and all that kind of stuff that people are used to. Um, and everything is more one-to-one, -one. but we're trying to, um, so the actual activity they're advising on has changed. Although things like pitches, the volumes and stuff are the same. Um, we um, have, I've been through an exercise of looking at the, the as well as the outputs of the team, but um, which groups are the ones that are going to drive the most growth and revenue. So there's been a shift, for example, potentially away from um, some of the real estate investment work onto um, dispute resolution, mm -hmm. business recovery and reconstruction, employment, those teams that are busier. Um, although they are busier you know, across the board than I'd expect, um, or might have expected. Um, Daryl, do you want to just say a little bit about the um, the sort of the cost management element that we've yeah. gone through in terms of the resourcing? So um, we, like many firms, I think, uh, are looking to manage our cost base carefully. 
uh, and that unfortunately has is, is, is led to um, time reduction. So, so four, a four-day week is now normal for most of the staff. Um, so that and that's challenging itself in that the the partners, whilst the partners are, are equally taking a hit in, uh, on their drawings, um, are working a five-day week, whereas uh, our, our team and, and the other teams are, are on a four-day week. So, again, we, we've well, we've got the same size team, they've got less time available. Uh, so the challenge there is how do we how do we meet the demands of, of the what is now an increased level of um, marketing activity uh, as people are you know, looking to, to, to develop their practices where, where things are under threat. Uh, so we've got you know, real time management problems and, and, and trying to um, manage expectations as well. I think that's an important thing for us in with the partners it is um, for them to understand that we cannot com uh, continue to deliver a 100% uh, service on 80% time. That's just not sustainable. Mm -hmm. uh, so some things have to give, um, which is which is challenging. Yeah. Um, budgets have been reduced yeah. uh, again, which is um, I think a right and proper and a prudent response. Uh, and, and part of that's okay because certainly for for the first few months. We're not going to be doing anything uh, like the international travel, the um, hospitality, the and lots of the major events that we're involved with in a sponsorship capacity just aren't mm. going to happen. So we can absorb quite a bit of that um, uh, change and reduction in budgets. Um, and then we've got to think, I think, cleverly about how we offer alternatives to the, the normal diet of media marketing stuff that we, we used to doing before yeah. uh, and, and deliver it for less yes 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 okay and thanks you've got to be pragmatic sorry no no go no, ahead, I was go ahead say, just, you, yeah you ha just have to be pragmatic and um we're i did the work allocation based on kind of a proportional representation um model and um we're just going to have to see how it goes and continue to manage the, um, the expectations of the partners but one of the things i've been really keen on is because the team are so you know committed and they've really risen to this challenge they've been really flexible um and they've been you know universally impressive um is trying to make sure that their um their their well-being is also being managed that they're not drowning and that yeah. sort of because we're going to have a little bit of bubble a bit of a bubble where everybody is overwhelmed and feeling kind of you know um covered in kind of work and i just yeah. want to make sure that we're tracking that and that they're supported and that they know that they you know, we, we will deal with it if there is an issue. Um, and I think that's been really um, heartwarming, actually, from all of this exercise is the way that the team has responded. Good, good. And, and you're, doing, you're doing more connecting with them around their mental well-being. Is that, is that what you're saying? Or there's, a, there's a, a, an area of the firm that's dedicated to doing that? Well, it's mental health awareness week. So if as soon if I minimise this screen, I'd have a great big thing telling me that it was mental health awareness week. And there's yeah. been lots of activity. Actually, our firm's really good at that kind of, of content of make of providing useful and interesting things to support each other. And our values um, are pretty are you know pretty straightforward and about being open and being yourself. Um, but we do you know ask each other how we are. And in all of my catch ups, we have that conversation and you know team meetings. What 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 if any help do you need? That kind of thing. I think we're we're quite good at sharing that. Yes, yes, great. Okay, thank you, thank you very much, and thank, thanks for speaking so so openly and honestly about, about what's happening. I'm I'm now going to move, if we may, to the slight uh, the the Q and A session because there's been a, a few questions have come in, and 
if if any of you who are who are listening live, I'm I'm sorry we can't do this on on YouTube, but uh, if you're listening uh, live and you would like to pose a question to Daryl and Barbara, uh, please just submit it through the Q and A at the through the screen now, and I'll I'll relate onto them. But what, one of the things that that did come come in early was this this view, and this is something I can really relate to myself is is how do you feel about uh, getting back to the office uh, and when when that will be? Now, um, I'm, I'm going to launch the poll now. Sorry for all these instructions, um, but, but I think it's important that we keep this interactive and we give you people who are watching and listening a, a chance to voice what you think. I'd like to ask each of you, when do you expect to be back working from an office? Now, some of you, then, there's an option there to say, well, actually, I always work remotely. Um, but with with the rest of you, please please select whether you um, you're already back to normal working patterns when you think when you think fifty percent plus of of your your colleagues will be back between June and August, or you think it's going to be September later, or indeed uh, final option on the poll is you don't think there's a point this year where when half half the workforce will, will be back in the office. So I'm going to give you a, um, just a couple of minutes to, to vote on that while I, while I ask Barbara and, and Daryl what, what their expectation is for, for Howard Kennedy. May I start with you, Daryl? Dates, dates. We're already looking at, um, as you can imagine, we've already started thinking about return to work. I think there are, there are two audiences that we've got. There's the audience who are who are genuinely concerned and, uh, and worried and uh, you know, will be reluctant to be back at the office anytime soon. Yeah. And then there's another element. I think you just can't wait. Please get me back in the office. Uh, I, I've had enough. Because uh, I think everyone's experience of the, the COVID lockdown will be different. Uh, the, the, some people are, are well equipped at home with uh, nice studies and desks to work from others and including some of my colleagues having to work out their bedrooms which yeah. uh, again is difficult long term so uh, it, it, it will depend uh, um, the, the, we've got a group looking at the return to work as we speak uh, the practical difficulties are pretty huge uh, where we occupy um, a number of floors in a, in a tall building so you have to use a lift to get there and so even if you think about how you know how long is it going to take you to get all those people up to the 11th floor uh, it, it really practically difficult questions. Um, yeah. So it'll be a phased return uh, uh, with all the various measures around um, one-way uh, working, um, transport around the building, um, how to deal with vending machines, uh, yeah. special arrangements for the loos. These, these are all really detailed yeah. practical things that, which will take time. So I don't think anytime soon, um, but I suspect you know a phased return from July. Would yes. Be my guess. Yes. Okay. Okay. And um, thank you, Barbara. Just before I ask ask for your views and where you sit on this, I'm going to, I'm going to share the results from the poll. Thanks, uh, thanks to everyone who's who's juice footed on it. And we had a um, a clear leader. Quite a clear leader was was saying that um, it will be September or later before half. Half of the um, half of their colleagues or workforce have returned. That's fifty-one percent of those who responded. While second, twenty-six percent said, um, "Actually, I don't. I don't think there's going to be a point this year uh, when when half of us are, are back in the office." 
Barbara, does that does that fill you with with with, with joy joy or or concern? Oh, a medley of the two. If I could go back to the office tomorrow, I'd be delighted. But I just wouldn't be delighted at the bit between leaving my house and the office. That's the, yeah, the, the yeah. challenge is um, handling the commute because for me, um, I can't use anything but public transport. So um, trying to manage that. Um, would be a bit of a challenge although i did manage to get to the office two or three days in a row without actually touching anything as a bit of a game um which involved a lot of my work <laughs> um i um yeah i think that it depends on people's well-being and their attitude towards it i think there's a degree of agoraphobia that's developing you know generally about people are uncomfortable um, leaving their homes and that is something that will have to be accommodated this kind of cultural change and the people who flourish there's a few people i'm aware of who've really really liked working from home they find it more productive they can concentrate um the things that that you know might cause an anxiety aren't there yes. and um i think that's um that's something that's creating challenges and opportunities for us um but yeah it doesn't surprise me 50 percent in september um, in september that 51 percent vote doesn't surprise me yes yes yeah no i i think it'll take a, a while myself i i must confess please don't Please don't ring any hotlines, but I am having the second half day back in back in my office in Bristol, and it feels like this marvelous guilty pleasure of being able to get on a bike, um, wave goodbye to what used to be my loved ones, um, and then and, and come, <laughs> come into a beautifully quiet office where where all, all my colleagues are, are still working at home. But I think it's it's going to be it's going to be very staged, and it feels slightly like an empty film set at the moment. Um, what, what, one other question that's come in, if I, if I may pose it to you both, um, that from, from Tom Parkin. Tom, Tom asks, what, what kind of things are your partners and, and relationship leads now doing differently to manage one-to-one -one relationships? Is there... Well, I can, I, I can answer that first, and then, Daryl, if you want to add to that. Um, one thing I have I, I found is that partners have been able to have the... The opportunity to take a step back and I had a conversation before almost it was my meeting immediately before this with a partner um, to look at mapping his key referral relationships and how he was going to do that which systems were available and he just wouldn't have had the headspace or time to do that exercise before now yeah and um, and he's a specialist um, litigator so that was um, really interesting and I think there's that element of reflection and direction that people are taking. We've had a number of prompts um, at the beginning of the of the lockdown to remind people of different business development activity they could do, um, and the value and importance of keeping in touch with clients and writing to them and contacting them and that kind of um, demonstrating personal empathy approach. And I think that um, people who um, might have been missed off a list because partners were too busy to cover them, they've been able to do more of that kind of touch client touch point activity, and that's something that I've noticed. Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I'm conscious of time. I'll just, I'll, uh, if I may, just pose uh, another another question that that's just come in. Actually, is um, and uh, Daryl post Corona, are you looking for different skills and strengths from 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 the BD team? Do you see the Do you see the shape of the BD team changing on skill set? Yeah. Uh, it, it, I mean, it depends to some extent on on what post Corona looks like. Obviously, uh, whether or not we actually get back to where we were before. There's a lot of speculation about, uh, you know, have things changed forever? I suspect uh, some things will change forever. Um, the the issue of, you know, re remote working, I, I think, again, uh, it is now a, a real possibility. We, 
people have displayed that in spades that we, we can operate uh, remotely. So I, I suspect we will get um, a number of permanent uh, ch changes to, to work hours. The, the digital space clearly is going to be really important. Uh, everything is digital and so skills around that uh, will, 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 be, will be really important. But, uh, you know, at the end of the day, this is a relationship thing. And so those people who are, who are able to um, uh, build relationships with partners and the teams that they support, they're the most important qualities, whether it's, whether it's in person uh, or, or digitally. I, I just think, for me, it's the people attributes are, are the most important. So I don't think that will change. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm conscious of time. With uh, it's flowing through. Thanks, thanks to both of you. One, one final light question. I, I, I like to ask um, people who, who present on this. Is, is there anything in particular you're really looking forward to as a, as, as the lockdown is eased? Barbara, may I, may I turn to you first and then down? Oh, I, I think I could. I was going to try and the, the immediate word that flashed into my brain where it says, sorry about this, is Pret. I really miss <laughs> Pret Manger. <laughs> so, um, I, yeah, so um, you expect Brilliant. their turnover to double when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Daryl, have you got the yeah, sandwich test? We always enjoy, uh, we always enjoy a, a drink in the office at the end of the month and, and for to get back to those would be would be really important to sit and have a beer with the team and yeah. uh, I, I miss those and I look forward to the next one. Yeah, great, Mike, I can absolutely second that. Uh, thank you very much. You, you've been absolutely excellent guests today, um, and th and thanks for thanks for everyone who's who's watching live and who's watching on YouTube. Uh, next Thursday we're going to be joined by Amy Kingdon of uh, Barclay Research Group. So I hope you're able to come along at, at two p.m. next Thursday to hear what, what Amy is doing to navigate COVID. Thank you very much, Daryl, and thank you, Barbara. Good afternoon. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you.